on this blessed night when the overriding expectation is joy, can we also acknowledge that some years Christmas is also hard? If you're young, the waiting can be hard, right? Just this morning, a child said to me, I'm trying not to be naughty. (laughs) And tonight, you young ones, maybe everybody, waiting for that moment when finally the talking stops and the lights are turned down and you get to hold your lit candle and we sing, we're almost there. Of course, as you get older, Christmas can be hard because it evokes memories of Christmas's past and what has been lost. We remember our loved ones who have died, and the rituals of this season remind us of what has changed. That our time on this earth is not, is not as long as we once imagined it to be. Christmas tenderizes our hearts, doesn't it? It's a good thing, but that doesn't mean it's easy. I'm mindful of a number of you in this congregation and here tonight who in recent weeks and months have lost beloved spouses and partners and children and family members and friends. Many of us are carrying sorrow and pain in these days to say nothing of the trouble and the suffering in our world. The challenge of Christmas is that it cracks us open to the pain and the messiness and the uncertainty of life, doesn't it? which then can feel magnified in this season. But as difficult as it can be, this is also a gift and an invitation. Here we come on this night to light our candles and sing our songs of joy and peace. I love this night and this place and that you have come here And together we hear the old story of Emmanuel, God with us. We open ourselves to the mystery of the incarnation, the faith claim that the holy is not out there somewhere, but right here and right now in these messy and out of the way places that we spend our lives. Not long ago, we started a grief support circle here. And just the other night in that gathering, we were talking about how the loss of a loved one to death can shatter the illusion that many of us walk around with, that we are in control of these lives we have been given. Until, of course, we aren't. Think about Mary. A young woman with eyes for this guy, Joseph. 
She's minding her own business. And then all of a sudden, an angel appears, uninvited, probably unwanted, to tell her that everything is about to change in a really big way. Those of you who have given birth or adopted children and understand how life gets turned over in a minute, you know a little bit about this, I think. And what about poor Joseph, who loves Mary and stays by her side, though we can only imagine what he must have been thinking, what people must have been saying. And the shepherds, just out there abiding in the fields like shepherds tend to do and be, when once again angels stop by and cause them to be sore afraid, which means very, very afraid. It's human to be afraid, isn't it? And there are plenty of people in our world who are afraid right now. But, you know, fear can make us do unwise and unhelpful things. And the message that we hear in the gospel accounts of Jesus' birth, right there, the gospels keep telling us, fear not. And it's what Jesus kept saying throughout his ministry. Why are you afraid, he'd ask? Do you still have no faith? Why are you afraid? Reiner Maria Rilke says, this is where we humans could stand to do some growing up, to have the courage to face the mysteries and the uncertainties of life. And to the extent that we have been unwilling to do so, our ability to enter into and face and enjoy the depths of human experience has shriveled and been diminished our fear of the challenge has caused us to miss the gift. He says, this is in the end the only courage that is required of us. The courage to face the mysterious experiences that meet us. The fact that people have in this sense been cowardly has done infinite harm to life. All these things that are so closely related to us have through our daily defensiveness been so entirely pushed out of life that the senses with which we might have been able to grasp them have atrophied to say nothing of God, to say nothing of God. This is my simple Christmas message. In these days, to take courage to drop your defenses and to open your arms and welcome the world and your neighbors into your embrace. To be open to the wonder of these days so that we can apprehend the mystery and the blessing of these lives that we have been given. So we can be open to one another and the ways that God is moving in our midst calling us to join in this dance of life, facing these challenges and receiving these gifts. On this holy night, let us dare to hear the angels singing. Let us dare to feel 
the Holy Spirit moving, that presence in our midst, and to wake up to our place in this wondrous mystery and to know it all as blessing, now and forever. Amen.